0: People who believe in ghosts, why? And have you seen one? Please like and subscribe to support us. When I was in fifth grade, we moved into a new house. The former owner was an old lady who had recently passed away, her husband a few years prior. From the get go, I always felt like someone was watching me or like someone was in the room with me. Not a scary, I'm in danger feeling but more the feeling that I wasn't alone. Floors would creak, and would hear bumps all the time. One noise I would hear regularly is our kitchen cabinets opening. They had a very distinct sound as they were older and had a latch on the inside that always made a high-pitched noise when you opened or closed them. I'd check them, and sure enough, one would be ajar. The noises could be explained away, I suppose, with the house settling or it just being old. However, what ultimately made me believe was seeing with my own eyes. One night I was lying in bed, everyone else in the house asleep, and I was just staring out my window. The small light in the kitchen was on, so it made it where the kitchen hallway reflected, almost like a mirror in my window. As I was lying there, I saw the reflection of an older man, 70s or 80s, with grey hair and a white t-shirt, walk from the living room and pass through the kitchen like he was waking to the back door. No footsteps, sounds, or anything. It was really quick but I can remember it vividly and still get goosebumps when I think about it. After about a minute, frozen with fear, I got up and went to investigate. I never found the old man, and my parents were sound asleep. Doors were all locked, and nothing was out of the ordinary. I have lived in two haunted houses, both of which scared the bejesus out of me. The first one was a house that had been converted into two separate apartments. My family lived in the upstairs apartment, and our landlord lived in the downstairs apartment but was only home once a month for a weekend. There was a shared basement, my family had two rooms in the basement and the landlord had the other three, which he kept locked. He let my little sister and me into one of the rooms once, which was full, among other things, of doll houses and doll furniture. This was not the creepy thing. One of the locked rooms had a small hole in the wall and a permanent draft from an unsealed window. On windy days, the air would pass through the hole, and it sounded like the walls were sighing literally, no matter where you went in the basement it sounded like someone was breathing down your neck. Anyways, the basement freaked the fuck out of me as a kid. On warm days, the sound that would come was a weird whistle that sounded like someone screaming for help, and the draft would send cold air up your spine. We eventually moved out to the house next door, which was, uh, scandalous for other reasons. My mom had one of my sister's friend's mothers over for tea at the new house, who asked, doesn't it creep you out living next to a haunted house? Now, at this point, we hadn't told this woman we used to live there. We were just like, oh, no one told us that house was haunted. My mom's new friend replied, yeah, the owner's wife killed herself in the basement about 15 years ago. Before telling the second story, I would once more like to repeat that I don't believe in ghosts. There were a lot of weird things about this house, and I don't think any of them were paranormal. But well. We moved into the house after it had been empty for over a decade, with a bad mice problem, and a bunch of antique furniture, including a very creepy antique doll in a barricaded room, which we donated to a museum. The first thing you should know is that the house was old not old by German standards, mind you, but old. About 150 years or so, maybe less. It was the 13th house to be built in my home village, and it was built in the traditional patchwork style using wood and clay. Over the years, it sunk into the ground somewhat, and the floors and doorways weren't even. This meant things creaked and rolled and moved on their own and doors would sometimes just fall open. In the early 1930s, the house was sold to a man in the neighboring big city, who was convinced Hitler was going to start a war and that his family wasn't safe in the city, so he bought this house in this tiny village in the countryside. His family was too big for the existing building, so they built two annexes and added a partial cellar. This is where things start to get weird. The annexes blocked out all natural light into the main hallway and staircase, with the exception of the sunlight that came from underneath doors and one small pane of glass set into the living room door. There were two wall sconces and a very strange, half-hanging chandelier thing, all of which just made the hallway look more like the Nicole Kidman film The Others. The effect of this was that on sunny days, it looked like there was an old lady standing on the top of the stairs. It wasn't just me and my family who saw it. Guests who had no knowledge of the house would ask about her including local firemen, friends, friends, children. We hosted our wedding at that house, and one of my partner's friend's girlfriends came from the Netherlands. She spoke neither German nor English, but went inside to use the bathroom and came out literally in tears. Her boyfriend translated that she had seen an old woman at the top of the stairs, who had disappeared. The previous inhabitant of the house had been an 80-year-old blind woman who accidentally drank poison. I've seen ghosts my whole life, but when I was a kid and couldn't really slash didn't know how to block it out, it was crazy. The best example I think I can give is from when I was three to four. We had moved to throw my crazy bio dad off our trail and were staying with my aunt, grandmother, and cousin. I'm sure it goes without saying, but a ton of paranormal stuff started happening. I clearly remember being terrified of me in my mother's room, all the way in the back of the apartment. I kept seeing this man, tall, wearing a long trench coat and bowler hat. He would typically be sitting on the end of the bed, staring at me. Or he would be by the window, our window gave a very clear view of the complex entrance. Every morning, although mom drew the curtains closed, there would be just enough of an opening between the heavy curtains that it seemed like someone had opened them to look. After several months of insisting it was the tall man and many many fits of refusing to go to that room, my mom finally decided to talk to me about it at length. My grandmother was also present, and I'll never forget the fear in her eyes as she heard the description. She immediately called my great aunt, and after a very hushed convo, it was announced that she was going to come to visit with some pictures of our family to show. The two days before my great aunt visited, we had massive poltergeist activity. Toys playing music slash phrases slash lighting up, cups gliding across tables, and I personally witnessed the tall man materialize behind my grandmother promptly after reprimanding me, and as she turned around to walk away, she ran right into him, the laundry basket she had in front of her bouncing off him and sending her flying on her butt, terrified. My mother had taken to taping the curtains shut, but every morning the top two pieces were undone, as though someone was peeping out the window. By the time my great-aunt arrived, the house was in a tizzy. She pulled me to her lap and began going through newer albums, retrograding from mom as a kid to herself and my grandma as children, then to my great-grandparents in their youth. I snapped my hand out so fast it scared her there he was. In an old wedding photo, there he stood, his back against the brick wall, same smile, the same coat, the same hat. I told my great aunt this, and she looked at my mom and grandma. They left me in the living room to speak in the kitchen, then my great aunt collected the albums and left without a word. My grandma and mom sat me down on the couch and did their best to explain that I shouldn't be afraid because the man I had been seeing was my great great uncle, Jack. They gave me his origin story, more or less, and explained that he had a very strong love for his family. So much so that when he found out my great grandmother's first husband almost killed her he saved her and was tried and acquitted of his murder. They went on to tell me that he was more or less a guardian angel and omen. Before any tragedy, he tended to show up, but he also just liked to check on us from time to time. My mom's face was really pale this entire time, and I could tell she was trying really hard not to panic. At that point, all three of us looked up and saw him walk across the room and look out the window, scowl, spit, then disappear. Mom ran to the window just in time to see my bio dad get out of his car and walk toward the building. I have many, many more stories but this is the one that has stuck with me my whole life. Mostly because every now and again, I'll look to the foot of my bed and see Uncle Jack, sitting, smiling, and hoping that I understand why he's there. I grew up in a haunted house. I definitely believe in ghosts. We moved in there when I was about 10 and I regularly experienced weird things until I moved out at 19. The house was old around 200 years old. We suspect that a previous owner may have died there by falling down the stairs, I will elaborate on this. There were small incidents on a regular basis. We'd all often hear footsteps walking in the upstairs hallway when no one was there. Things would go missing and then reappear in other parts of the house, when everyone swore they didn't move them. Very occasionally, I would see shadows move past my bedroom door and near the stairs. I don't think the presence in the house was malicious, but you could feel there was something there, and it was unsettling. The whole family said they noticed strange things. I often got the sense of someone watching me, particularly in the upstairs hallway, on the stairs, and in my bedroom, which was the old master bedroom. It wasn't uncommon for me to bail out of my room in the night when the feeling got too intense and go sleep on the trundle bed in my sister's room instead. When we started doing renovation work in the house a few years after we moved in, the activity escalated. My mum told me that she once woke up in the night to a strange pinging sound. When she went to investigate, she found that a paint tin in the upstairs bathroom had a circle of screws all around it, as if someone had been throwing them at the tin. Everyone in the family was fast asleep, and she had no explanation for it. Around the time of this incident, I had gone to sleep in my sister's room again one night because of that feeling of being watched in my bedroom. It felt like someone was stood by my wardrobe staring at me, and I was spooked. It was very late at night, and I woke my sister up by pulling out the trundle bed. We were both quietly talking for a few minutes, when suddenly we both heard the loudest footsteps running all the way down the hall. It sounded like someone was running full pelt wearing iron boots. This was followed by a huge banging sound like something very heavy fell down the stairs. We both froze, but we didn't hear anything else. I can't say why, but something about it didn't seem normal, and it really spooked us. The only person in the house who could have maybe made that much noise was my dad, but he's a very gentle person. He would never run like that so late at night, unless it was some kind of emergency. We were too scared to investigate, and we never heard anyone come back upstairs. The next morning we asked the family about it at breakfast, but everyone swore they didn't go into the hall that night. No one had even heard the noises except my sister and me, which was strange too. These were loud, and my mom is a very light sleeper. My mom at some point after this went to see a psychic medium. The medium told her that the spirit of the old lady came through. She used to live in our house, and she often stood at the top of the stairs, making sure we didn't fall. I also have a few other weird stories from before I moved to the haunted house. I was very young, so these accounts are maybe a bit more unreliable. However, I believe I saw an actual ghost in broad daylight. I do believe in ghosts because I truly believe that I had seen one once. One night I was woken up at around 1 AM, by a ghostly pale arm and hand slowly pushing open my squeaky bedroom door. The hand was quite high off the ground, which was odd because my husband wasn't home, and the only other person in the house was my two-year-old son. I called out to my son, but there was no answer. I got out the bed and left my room only to see that there was no one in the hallway. I switched on the hallway light and noticed smoke coming from my son's room at the other end of the hallway. I rushed over to his room and saw that he was fast asleep and still neatly tucked in under his blankets. His bed lamp was on as usual, and his bedroom window curtain had somehow ended up inside the bed lamp which was open at the top end, the curtain had begun to smolder. Which was responsible for the smoke. It looked like it was about to catch fire at any moment. I removed the curtain from the bed lamp and potentially saved our home from burning down and my son from getting killed. I still don't know whose hand that was that opened my bedroom door. I like to think that it was a guardian angel or a ghost. I told my pastor about this experience, and he warned me that it could be an evil spirit trying to trick me into trusting it. I don't believe in ghosts anymore, but I'm 70% sure I saw a couple as a kid. I only ever caught glimpses of them, but they felt more real than any shadow I've seen in the corner of my vision. One was this lady with cold looking blue skin wearing an old red dress, I saw her walking into my bedroom twice. The other was this guy wearing beige modernish clothes, I saw him standing in the doorway to my attic once when I was trying to reach the shower. I could never see either of their faces. It was too staticky to make out anything other than skin color. No eyes, nothing. I'm not sure why I only ever saw them in doorways, though. I know how TV static looks when the signals mess up. It's like that, but instead of horizontal lines, it's dotted static. It's hard to describe. I also heard someone walking up the stairs with footsteps that sounded nothing like any of my family even though no one was on the stairs. But hey, that's neither here nor there. I've never seen one. I've only heard it. It was hands down, the most terrifying thing I have ever encountered. I've told this story before, and it's the reason I no longer meditate at night. I cannot explain what happened. I was sitting in my aligned pose, in the dark, on my bed, and just before I was going to sleep that night, clearing my head of all negative thoughts and just calming myself. That was until I heard footsteps. Footsteps that belong to no one. I know this because it's late, everybody is asleep, and there's nobody else in the room. Footsteps that I could hear walk towards me. They were so fucking slow too. You know how when someone is walking around the same room as you and you can feel the air displacement as they pass you? Yeah. That. I felt it come two feet from my face, and I heard it just stop there. All while my eyes were closed, mind you. I sat there, waiting to see if they'd do something. anything. Nope. I couldn't take it anymore. I braced myself to see something standing directly in front of me. I opened my eyes, and the room was completely empty. By then, my heart was pounding so fast. I wanted to just leave my house and go stay somewhere else that night. I didn't want to deal with that. Yet, I'm still here. Ever since I had that encounter, I've been hearing occasional disembodied voices. Sometimes they actually startle me. Some people have told me I'm hearing astral voices, but ultimately I have no clue. (laughs) Happened sometime over a year ago. I'm 18f and have a best friend I used to hang out a lot with at the time of occurrence. It was about 3 AM at the time, I was just going to sleep so I put my phone on my nightstand to the left of me. Sometimes a little into 4 AM, as I was just getting to a deeper sleep, I suddenly felt an odd feeling like I needed to open my eyes. I open them and look to the right and see someone sitting next to me with their legs crossed. Nothing seems wrong to me at first until I realized my friend didn't not come over tonight and that is not her next to me. I reached to the left to get my phone to turn the flashlight on, but by the time I looked back, there was nothing there. I decided to think nothing of it and go back to sleep. Later in the hour, I have the same feeling, so I open my eyes and see the same person crouching by the left back corner of my bed. I immediately turned to get my phone again to see it better. But I look back to see nothing. I oddly only felt fear when I realized I didn't know who this person was. This is why I believe in ghosts. I saw a gray blank woman shaped entity in my room, but it somehow made me feel calm. I didn't feel like I needed to be scared. I definitely would shit myself if I saw a literal random person in my room. So this is why it was such an odd experience. This thing did not make me shit myself at all. I was straight up fine. I will never understand, but I'ma just say ghosts. Total skeptic and an atheist, but also very spiritually inclined as a somewhat recent development. Years ago, 08 or 09, I was driving home with my then girlfriend along a back country road. I took a left at a Y intersection and started to come over a shallow hill. From the left side of the road to the right side of the road, something crossed, and it took a total of two seconds of time to cross. It was a black shape about four to five feet long and two feet tall. Separated from the ground by about a foot of air. It was nearly opaque and black, smoky and solid, not a puff of smoke being swept by the wind. The entire perimeter of this figure was lined with swirling, wispy smoky tentacles. For the first split second, I thought it was a panther because of the long, dark, and low profile, but it became obvious in the next split second it was not. It hit the shallow empty ditch on the right shoulder of the road and dissipated. There was no tall grass to disappear into. After about five seconds of stunned silence, I asked my girlfriend if she had seen it. She said she didn't want to talk about it and never wanted to address it again. This thing almost looked cliche evil or creepy or bad. There is an old cemetery in the foundation of a burned down church from the direction this figure came from, about 100 yards away, down a road with several houses. The crazy thing is, I saw this back in 08 or 09. I saw the same thing just about 2 months ago in the same spot. After all that time, I literally yelled motherfucker when that happened. I don't know if it was a ghost, some type of supernatural non-human creature, my money is on interdimensional being. I ain't lying. Seeing it with someone else and then seeing it again years later really drives it home to me. I don't know if there is an afterlife or a supernatural realm. I do know there is something else there. Maybe science hasn't caught up to offer an explanation yet, if it ever will. I've technically died 5 times four times during open heart surgeries and one time outside of the OR. My first open heart surgery happened when I was about 10 hours old. My mom said even as a little baby, I would start laughing at nothing. And as I got older, I would ask a question about things, about certain people, names of people she didn't know. And even asked my teachers if these people were in the school. And as I got older, those things kind of lessening. But when I had my third open heart surgery, when I was 13, I started feeling ghosts again like it was stronger. I never talked to them. I would just feel them around. I was almost 15 when we moved into our first house, and I kept feeling something in the basement. An older man and boy about 6 years old. The family we bought the house from was a young couple with twin boys. I would only feel them around the stairs in the basement. A neighbor we were getting to know. He'd lived there for a very long time. And in the mid-90s, A man in his 60s ended up taking in his grandson because his parents could no longer take care of him. Our neighbor remembers them fixing the house up a little, and they built the stairs in the basement together. Sadly they both died in a car accident. I wouldn't always feel them each time I went into the basement. But whenever I did. It was a nice calming and loving feeling there. I'm 30 now and I still live there with my mom because of my health issues. It's been about 10 years since I've felt a ghost slash spirit. But I'm in the hospital waiting for a heart-slash-bilateral lung transplant. So it'll be interesting to see since I'll technically die again. If that sensing of ghosts-slash-spirits will come back. I never outright spoke them. Or at least nothing I remember doing. It was always more of a feeling, and I could kinda see a shadow in a way. I could sense the gender-slash-age of them most of the time. I do kinda miss it. It never felt scary. But it always freaked my sister out.